0: Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technicia. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Happy Saturday, everyone. Today is August 23rd, 2014, and welcome to another episode of The Bright Style with Technisha. and I hope everyone has had a blissful week so far. Um, This is our final last day of the week before we start a new day, which is tomorrow is Sunday. So I hope you're enjoying yourselves, and whoever has to work, enjoy yourselves at work too. Don't work too hard. Today with me is a wonderful and blissful friend who has stuck by me through thick and thin. We have attended Toastmasters meetings. I have learned from her. She is a mentor to me. Her name is Miss Gloria Stanley. She is the author of two children's books called Lola Lola Lola. Um and we will talk about that. One is There is There's No Place Like Home and the other one is Hello World. But both of them are Lola Lola. She has also been cast in Season 4, Episode 2 of Drop Dead Diva, she has been on Broadway, and you can catch some of her videos on YouTube. I also place that in my um, information box when you go to Blog Talk Radio as well. So you call in at 347-426-3751. I will also leave the chat box open for you to comment on anything. But I'm going to bring Gloria on in. Gloria, how are we doing today?
1: I am doing wonderful. How are you, Technisha?
0: I'm wonderful. I'm glad to have you on. It's it's a blessing from someone who has accomplished so much. And, of course, she has her, her degree in mass communications as well as I do. So it's an honor to have someone such as you on the show.
1: Thank you so
0: much, Technisha. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Gloria, if you... Can, just give us a little bit of background about yourself, because well, I know actually, I gave a little. Yes, well, actually,
1: I am. Um, first and foremost, I'm I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and I feel that I've been gifted with many gifts and talents, and I am utilizing those gifts and talents to, I guess, uh, enlighten the world. Uh, because I I have discovered through the years that I have special gifts that seem to uh, gravitate people to me in in hopes of changing other people's lives. So I have utilized the arts as a channel, as a tool to promote promote the good news. So um, with that said, I I have uh, embarked upon this journey many years ago when I discovered that I had the skills to become a songwriter. And from that angle, I evolved into uh, becoming an actress on stage in the the local theaters. And uh, from all of that, I just kind of challenged myself and uh, pursued uh, competitions around the city and the state and um, uh, became discovered. So that's the beginning. I would say, in terms of uh, what I do um, and hold.
0: And it's just amazing, how that this works so, he works for us. I mean, he glories, his destroys and all, um, and he provides that grace sufficient to cover the worst of sins, as it says in Corinthians 2, chapter 12, verse 9. And, I mean, it's just wonderful that he has come through you to spread the love and all these blessings to others as always, glory, And, you, and I, I do. I try to I try to top off you a little bit because you have done so much as far as it goes with communications, going to Broadway and acting. And I'm, and I'm glad now that you have these children's books out. If, if we could talk a little bit about those, what inspired you to start writing those? Well, I tell you when it comes,
1: the theater I started out in Macon, Georgia uh, There was um, uh, An audition For the best little It's called it's called The best little whorehouse In Texas Based on a Dolly Parton movie And Burke Reynolds movie Comedy uh, That was on television And uh, they gave me this song to, to sing called 24 Hours of Loving and at mm-hmm. that
0: particular
1: time, I was didn't have a trained voice in singing, but they helped me uh, tremendously. And uh, the next thing I knew, my name was all over the making, telegraphing news about Gloria Stanley singing 24 Hours of Loving. And that was just the beginning in terms of uh, my acting career uh, taking off. But in essence, it all, it really gave me that podium to really spread the good news in so many ways because I didn't realize the magnificent gifts that God had empowered me with, with my singing voice and my acting skills and my writing skills uh, because it opened up so many other opportunities uh, and it gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of uh, significant people that have really helped drive me forward uh, as a, a, a performing artist as well as in the ministry because um, um, when I when I look at so many things that I have accomplished, once again, it still encompasses uh, the mission in terms of, of sharing the good news and making people feel warm and happy and received and accepted and showing compassion for mankind uh, uh, by, you know, um, showcasing uh, the divine gift that, that has been instilled or empowered in me. So with that, I have uh, performed in many, many shows. Uh, I have done work with the Alliance Theater uh, in Atlanta as well as, um um I worked on the uh B E T hip hop uh production at the uh Fox Theater, um with the oh. Corset Production Company. Um I have uh performed at uh Turner Broadcasting, uh, My South Rocks. Um I have um embarked upon um um here recently, last Saturday as a matter of fact uh, I was an actress in Trouble in the Place, you mentioned Drop Dead Diva, but I also right. performed in the movie Trouble in the Plates that will be released this month and if you go to that particular website we have like two trailers uh, that you can look at and, and, and it's a family friendly movie uh, that is humorous Uh, It has drama, it has suspense, uh, but in the trailer you can see me sitting at the very back of the church uh, because the primary, I guess, um, setting is in the church, which uh, is known in the movie as Stone Mountain Church. So uh, I would uh, like to kind of channel people to that website to look at those trailers because I think that they will really just enjoyed the trailers like I know that they will enjoy the movie.
0: Well, I did have, I caught a little glimpse of it, so it was a little comical. Um so who sparked, who started the idea for that, Gloria to do this when trouble on the plate? Well, actually
1: Gary T. Smith, he is the um the writer, the producer, uh and also um, the director of uh, the show, the movie. And um, he has done work in the past, so um, this is not his first film. But I do know that I remember Gary from years ago, because I used to be, um, and I still fellowship with First Baptist Church of Atlanta. And, um yes. Gary, I met Gary there. Uh, I was a member of First Actors from, uh, uh, 2000, uh, 1999 through 2005, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where I first met Gary. So when I was on the set with him, I did not realize I was going to be, I guess it was like a, a family reunion, meeting out with people that I had already fellowshiped with in the past. So it was really a wonderful uh, feeling being cast and being a part of the the team because it gave us a chance to also kind of reconnect. And uh, it was just a lot of fun because uh, they had actually cast me to a speaking role but I had to decline that particular role because I serve on the Songwriters Association called GMIA, and I had to, uh, I served as the secretary, and uh, I had to, uh, we had our board uh, nomination uh, meeting where we were electing a, an entirely new board. So uh, I had a, a an obligation there. So I declined the speaking role, but at the same time, they were kind enough to still allow me to be in a, um, as an extra. And I really appreciated um, that opportunity because I saw the film, I saw the movie last Saturday, and I saw a lot of images of myself, and we all just looked very hilarious. It is a it is a wonderful movie, and... Uh, I cannot wait to see it in the big theater. Um, this past Saturday, uh, it was uh, uh, shown at Landmark uh, Art Cinema or the Landmark
0: Theater over near Piedmont Park in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, awesome. So, Gloria, when people actually watch this film that you're in, what is it, what are they expecting to get out of it? Uh, out of Trouble in the Place? Are you going to
1: trouble in the plate? Uh I would think that it, it just shows that um there are how we can misinterpret uh information. You know, in the church we are supposed to be uh accustomed to when you pass in the plate around that people will um um put their uh funds in there for their their um Um, you know, uh, their tithes and offerings. But in this particular case, there was a note put in the plate. And I think that um, um, it was misinterpreted, which really kind of gives me the impression that that can happen to any of us, where we may think that, you know, um, someone is out to get us when someone is saying to help me. Uh, it can easily be misinterpreted in the sense that um, you may think that you know someone is um, is um, wanting to share information that maybe you don't want to hear or or just um, you know setting up a scenario uh, to uh, uh, to just create a distraction in the church. So uh, the movie just kinda creates this suspense in the mere fact that, um, it's really innocent and uh as a whole, but it keeps you engaged in folks to finding out what it is about. So I don't want to share the entire movie but I, I I tell you it will be um what you least expect that would happen in church, but yet uh, hilarious in the end, uh, especially when you think of uh, the possibility of, uh, uh, of a rodent that could possibly be connected to all of this. Hello? Oh,
0: I'm Hello? I thought I was... Um, I was saying that that's something that I definitely could probably end up watching because when I watched the trailer, I almost started laughing because the fact that he started running off, and the man looked at him like, <clears throat> okay, really? Like, what's going on? I'm in the middle. I'm about to start my sermon. <laughs> this guy just ran through the church, and everybody looks like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it looked like it's was going to be a good turnout. Yeah, Gloria. And we, we took many
1: scenes from, I guess, from the um, – From the city of Atlanta, because uh, there's one episode where we got a very good image of Stone Mountain, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, it is uh, the church is named Stone Mountain Church. So I think that Atlanta got a lot of uh, recognition uh, from uh, this particular film in terms of the of the quality of work that
0: we do in the filmmaking industry in Atlanta. Now, girl, with the books, with the children's books that you have out, was there anyone in particular that you thought of when you wrote the book?
1: Oh, absolutely, Technisha. It's like I want the world to know that, you know, when it comes to conception, when it comes to the birth of a new baby, when it comes to uh, the announcement that a child has been conceived, that that is the reflection in terms of life and that there's so much beauty and joy in that. And I think that sometimes because uh, we are so busy in our everyday um, deeds that we kind of lose focus in terms of of the significance of that type of announcement uh, uh, that a child has been conceived. And in this case it's uh, about my grandbaby i my grandbaby is named lola and uh, i've just pretty much monitored uh the entire 9 months of uh, her um, i guess um development and the way people interacted with my daughter and and lola's uh, father and and uh and the family and just uh, uh, realize that uh, there's a story to be shared uh, from all this because each pregnancy uh, is different. and uh, and with this one, uh, I have three children, but but this is the first one that I feel that I was there from the very beginning to the very end, even when it comes to delivery. So I have really watched her grow through the years. But these are notes that I I took in the very beginning, and I think that we don't have a lot of that information in the public school system in terms of, you know, how the child evolves, how it affects the family in the beginning, how the parents get all the attention, and then suddenly the baby is born. And uh, the child comes out saying hello world, but not only is the child saying hello world, it's a new world for the parents too because everybody has to adapt uh, to this new life and and it really changes everyone's life. And uh, that's pretty much what Lola, Lola, Lola talks about. It it, it starts with her birth and then that's the first book when she arrives and then it goes into her... um, uh leaving a hospital and going home because uh in it it encompasses love you know it it is it, it is about the love we we have for our children and um and that uh when we find out what is really significant um, uh with that word love, then we find our home. And once again, for me, Technicia, you know, God is love. And um, right. God is part of all of this. And that with his love in us, it allows us the opportunity to love others. And, um, and that's what these books pretty much depict, that love conquers all. And how a, cha- a child can change. Uh, an individual's life, how a child can bring that joy, that happiness, that peace, that tranquility that you may not have experienced any other way. And I do uh, feel that that's what Lola has done um, for me in terms of seeing her grow. And it's just a story I would like to share because I would like to, you know, in today's society we have Recently, heard of a lot of children being left in cars uh, and dying. You know, and um, or abused, and and sometimes, you know, some people just need to be told that they are loved in order to share that kind of love. So, in in hopes to prevent those things from happening uh, to uh, our children, because like. and here I go getting a little political. It does take a village to raise a child. It does.
0: Uh,
1: but at, at the same time, we still have to love one another because if we if we don't know how to love each other, then how can you love somebody else's child? <laughs> well, first, we
0: to,
1: first, we have to love ourselves. So We do. Yeah.
0: And as, uh, I, as I always say, most, on most of my shows, I, I have learned that when you do self-love, it's not about pampering yourself, going out and get your nails or toes done and buying clothes for yourself. That's, that's pampering. Self-love, that's the intervention that it has to take inside of you to cleanse yourself to repent to really become one-on-one with the body. You can't just go out and think it's easy just to love someone else when you don't even love your own self. It, you can't do that. It's just like you can't clean someone else's house if your house is not clean. Absolutely. And, and, right, and Gabby, instead of going back to what you said, Gloria, I am getting so tired of these parents leaving the children in the car.
1: I mean, it's okay. almost like it was
0: the trend, though, Gloria, because it started, with, it started with the one guy when he left his son, then all of a sudden it started becoming viral. Everyone else started doing it. Even one guy, he, he left his in front of the courthouse. I'm like, really? When it started in front of the courthouse? Oh, now you bold. You are really bold to them in front of the courthouse in the car. And it's just and one guy did a video on face he did a video on Facebook too, Gloria. He said in his car and he said he just wanted to know how it really felt to have a child in the car when it's about ninety degrees outside. And he was swapping sweat everywhere. So I cannot really imagine you leaving a child in the car, especially at the age these children are, in most of the cases that they have shown on T V they are actually up at the age where they can make noise, so how do you leave them in the car? I, I don't understand that. Like, I really don't.
1: I, I agree with you, A and, and not only children, I, I know that um, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a nearby pharmacy in my community, and as I went into the store, uh, there was this dog, <laughs> in the front seat of this truck and it was probably about 90 degrees outside and you know it doesn't really take long in order to dehydrate and I had a concern even for the little dog. I went into the
0: drugstore
1: and I just kind of inquired with the cashier do you know who could possibly be driving the truck out front because The little dog seems like he's um, exceptionally thirsty and is dehydrating because he was salivating from the mouth. And uh, they were, I guess, kind of scared to calling 911, but then the owner of the truck walked up and we kind of shared the story, what we saw going on outside, and he said, oh, that's my truck, and he went out and, all about his dog, but yes, it's not just even children; it's even the pets too. Um, but I would like—I would like to say about my book is that I, I want—I would love for the world to really share and embrace the story of Lola, because Lola—the book is not just about Lola, but it's about all of our children and, and conception and life as a whole. So, to buy my book. Uh, You can find it on Amazon uh, and create space. And it's Lola, 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 says, Hello, world. That's the first book. And the second one is Lola, 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 says, There's No Place Like Home.
0: Are there any parts in the book that kind of relates to your childhood?
1: Well, actually, I feel that... uh, as I said, every childhood is different, but love was always very prevalent. Uh, and that's what I feel that uh, I wanted to convey uh symbolically in terms of of what I experienced as a child. I was the baby of the family. So I feel like I got a little bit more nurturing than a lot of the my my siblings and your two brothers and one one sister, because I was the baby of family. But um, overall, it still is about nurturing those special gifts and um, um, caring and showing compassion and being attentive to the child's need and supporting that child in, in many capacities as the child grows up and develops and evolves. And uh, most definitely uh, in my home, my mom used to sing a lot of spiritual songs. She and her sisters used to sing gospel years ago in the uh, local churches, and I heard a lot of gospel songs through the years and and didn't realize uh, the impact that even then as a child that uh, God was making in my life, so. I'm really grateful in that capacity and, and I feel that in my books that uh, you will see that side in terms of of um of um, sharing god's love uh because it is just uh so significant on the back of um of my book um, um there's no place like home. I have little snippets at the top that just kind of focuses on specific words, and uh, on one of them it says that love is the epitome of life, and when we discover the miraculous power of love in us, then and only then will we find hope. So that's what I have discovered in terms of even my child rearing is that there's always that love prevalent, and that, love can move mountains, and that it's, it's a miraculous power that we have within and that we have the opportunity to empower our children with that
0: same miraculous love. I, did, I do agree, Gloria. I do. I certainly do. We have to start with the youngins first. got to get a grip on them because they're the ones who are going to they're the ones who are going to actually get the hardest. We have already seen it, and, we're, and we still haven't seen it all, but we have to get our babies. These are the ones that we have to protect. We've got to protect our babies. And for so the ones who don't want them, please give them to somebody else. Stop doing with, you're going There's people out there who can't even have children. You're leaving them in a the car every time. If you don't want them, give them up. Don't, don't do this to them. They still have a future to go on. And as I said before, I get some time turn on the news and then, then our brothers, get arrested, or getting gunned down. But being a fool about it is not going to help the solution either. We can go out there and get a ration all we want. It's not going to change anything. Because by the end of the day, they're still going to do the same thing that they've been doing to us over decades and centuries. So it's not going to change anything. We just have to be much smarter and start getting into our history, start doing our research, know what's actually going on around us, and stop playing. And we got to stick together. Because as far as I see it, we are about the only race that, some, that don't really stick together. So we always learn about what somebody else is doing or what they're getting. When we tend to our own selves, we got to stop doing that as a human race. But, um, I agree I agree with
1: you, Tanisha. uh and, and when you say that, I, I think of, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, and that is Jesus wept. Um, you know when I think about that, uh, he did not he did not weep because just because of the problem that existed in Jerusalem, but he wept for all of us in terms of you know uh, us coming to him and realizing the sacrifices uh, he made so that we can live. And um when we don't um utilize that compassion for our own children, um, uh, then uh it says a lot about our character. So in essence to to these books, as I said, it's all about love, expressing that love and saving our children and embracing new life and and living and Driving and, and, and teaching them, you know, the way that they should go in their lives but empowering them to be the best person that they can possibly be so that they can make an impact on other people's lives. And then at the same time, Ted Nisha, you know, in our journey in terms of raising children, you know, there's still that avenue that we as parents can branch off into and discover ourselves. And I feel like through the years, that's exactly what I have been able to really kind of embark upon because once the children became grown, that's when I began to discover my other gifts and talents that I didn't realize that I had. And that is I discovered that, you know, I'm a very creative person here. And and with that, as I said once again, I look back and, on so many of my accomplishments because um, I had a wonderful husband. My husband passed in 2000, but he always encouraged me and he always encouraged the family to uh, pursue uh, the highs in terms of our endeavors. And I went back to school, uh, got my degree in mass communications, but in the essence of it all, I found myself hosting my own talk show. I found myself... um, uh, being a DJ for the Jazz Hour on campus, and now I, I feel like I'm at this place where I have arrived, and what I mean by that is that I feel like I am doing so much. Uh, I am doing um, everything that I never imagined that I could do, and um, uh, and I think that it it it, it involves really. Um, sharing my joy with the world. Uh, And um, here recently, um, um, I have served as president of my Toastmasters Club, which is at Cascade United Methodist Church, and that has really been a wonderful experience for me. Um, I must say that through the years, we started in 2009. uh, John Davis was our first president. And uh, he has been a wonderful mentor through the years. And here recently we had new officers elected for the 2014-2015 time period. And um, I was uh, elected as being the PR person. But, you know, it was like I felt that uh, uh, I have been called to do something different this year. And uh, I was sharing with John. John had asked me about uh, the PR position, and I was telling him that uh, I, you know, um, I'm doing a new thing in 2014. Right. And that and that new thing, it still is not about me, but it's about an outreach, reaching out to the mass, and I'm uh, making a difference for so many people in terms of. You know, we stay so busy. Uh, When do we have time for ourselves? Is there such a thing as leisure? So with with, with that said, uh, and sharing uh, with John about um, giving up my PR role as a Toastmasters, I said that uh, God has called me to start a radio show. I said, Technicia Day has inspired me because I, I need You have inspired me. Um, I have. A, I'm a part of this. I'm a songwriter, and I'm a part of this uh, association called GMIA. We have speakers come in all the time, telling us how to uh, succeed in the business, or just to inform us of things that's happening in the business. Uh, my chairperson is uh, Jimmy LeFevre, and he has been an excellent uh, leader through the years. I can't say anything but wonderful things about him. And um, uh, we have had numerous uh, radio personalities, announcers, directors, producers, programmers come to our meetings and be our guests and um uh, uh, last month uh several of them uh and I think it's W um, uh I think it was WCLK, that's Clark Lamp if I'm not mistaken. But we had this one guy come in and he was uh he made the statement that, you know, uh if if the organization wants to get a lot of publicity uh in terms of what we do, why don't we start our own uh blog radio? He said it's easy to do. And I sat there for a moment, and I said, "That's what my friend Ted Nisha has been doing ever since she graduated from college." Because I understand your passion. It's like if you if you're not hired in that field, then how do you continuously uh, keep up with the industry and still keep yourself in demand?
0: Right. Because I don't don't want to get and just and put it on hold. I'm still. Looking for things in my field, but at the same time that that is the question that has lur- lurked on my mind for so long. What shall I do if I cannot get a job in this field because it's not an easy field to just really just drop into and i'm and I'm so thankful for the ones who made it in that field, my friends who have made it, and I have seen some of my friends who did not. Who decided not to go into that field? Some of them, we want to do music, we want clothing lines. So every, it's not for everyone. But it is a strange story that I am eager to get into and cannot get into. And some people who may have the opportunity to get into it don't want it. So it's, it's so backwards. But you know, I say if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. If it's not, it's not. But I'm not just gonna give up so easily. You know, I'm gonna still keep pursuing in. And keep trying to get in there, um, Gloria. But we're going to take a short commercial break. Gloria is not leaving us just yet. We're going to come back and we're going to talk more on her books. We're going to talk about her getting into her radio show and everything. So do not touch that dial. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Um, If you want to call in, do so at 347-426-3751. There's only one station that will keep you happy. Block Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay
1: tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break.
0: My son Aiden has asthma. Secondhand smoke has triggered his asthma so badly he ended up in the emergency room and spent multiple nights in intensive care. Now he's on a whole bunch of medications. My tip to you is, don't be shy about telling people not to smoke around your kids. Half of U.S. kids are exposed to secondhand smoke. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. I feel like
1: I'm choking. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital.
0: You know how to react to their asthma attacks. Here's how to prevent them. Visit
1: www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many.
0: I feel like a fish with no water.
1: Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council.
0: All right, we're back with Gloria Stanley, who is a dear friend to me, has done so many amazing things throughout her life and still continuing on to give and care to others. And we were talking about how we can empower our children, which is a thing that we have to do because our children rely on us to encourage each and help them navigate their way through the world. And this is our most important responsibility as parents, as grandparents, aunts, uncles, Whoever you are, teachers, this is our responsibility. They depend on us. They look to us for the light. So we're the light, and that's what her children's book is inspired for us to do. Lola, 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 Hello World, and Lola, 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 There's No Place Like Home. You you can pick those and purchase them on Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Also, are they in the bookstores as well, Gloria?
1: No, but you can get them on Create face
0: also. Okay. Now, Gloria also will be starting her radio show, so when do you think you'll be launching that?
1: Okay, yes. Um, My radio show, um, it, 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 I guess, it creates a paradigm shift because as a mass communications graduate, it was always uh, given to me that there's no news unless it's bad news. Well, I, I kind of disagree with that because I think that in this society that we live in today, people really do know how to, need to know how to be happy and still succeed in their daily tasks or careers or whatever they pursue in life so we won't become so overwhelmed and depressed with uh, anything and everything that can bog us down. So my radio show is designed to continuously to imbi- inspire you and elevate your mind, body, and soul to be your best, to uh, reach that epitome of your life. And it is titled, Happy Talk Radio. And why did I choose Happy Talk Radio? Well, I think that when I think of Farrell Williams, I look at someone who has created this dynamic song that seems to make people smile or laugh every time you listen to it, and I started thinking, "Well, isn't that amazing?" Because uh, there was this uh, incident. Uh, I don't. I'm not really for certain the country. It may have been uh, um, Iraq, but anyway, uh, I think that some of the People there were listening to that music, and they were being punished for being happy. And I said, if there's not power in terms of being happy, who why would someone punish you for smiling, for being happy? So I think that it's a very good concept in terms of, you know, inspiring the world and, and giving people hope and spreading uh, joy and, and still the show is designed for family-friendly conversations uh, on any various topic scene. Uh, It's kind of like the bright side, Pegnesia, because your shows have the tendency of creating that energy that makes us feel elevated.
0: Well, thank you. And I have to apologize every once in a while if I have to give you the bad news, and then <laughs> we'll get into the healthy news because it is on news and motivation, so... As you said, I don't like the bad news, but we do feed off of it. And there was a study on it that states that we as human beings, we seek out news of dramatic and negative events. And the experts say that our brains evolved in a hunter together environment where anything novel or dramatic had to be attended to immediately for survival. So while we no longer defend ourselves against saber-toothed tigers, our brains have actually not caught up. Wow. So we still... bother, which is interesting, because I would never have thought that.
1: It it really and truly is. But, you know,
0: uh, in anything and
1: everything, we have to train our minds. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we really do, and if you think about um, uh, the the quote of of, the United Negro College Fund, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So, Happy Talk Radio, we are just uh, designing ourselves to uh, make people realize that a mind is a ter- it is a terrible thing to waste. So we want to keep you happy and keep you inspired and elevated so that you can be all that you can be. And in my conversation, and this this Happy Talk Radio derived from the fact that I was talking to uh, John Davis of Postmasters about uh, the PR role that I – decided to surrender and that, you know, I had this vision that how uh, I could create this talk show radio uh, where we could also promote um, Toastmasters as well as my mission, another one of my missions is to promote uh, the organization GMIA uh, because we have a lot of wonderful things going on there. Uh, And that GMIA stands for Georgia Music Industry Association, so uh, visit our website um, uh, and find out more information on that. But anyway, it was inspired so that we will have that channel because sometimes, you know, um, I, I'm so grateful to be on your show today, Ted Nisha, because uh, uh, sometimes it's not as easy to really get that uh, that information out um, uh, on other blog talk radios, or even just your local radio station. So um, I felt that God just kind of empowered uh, uh, me by saying, well, you know, if you if you can't get it done one way, then do it yourself. The technology is here. So why not utilize this technology? And once again, I was inspired by you because I remember having this conversation with you before you started The Bright Side that if you wanted to know about uh, various topics that you could possibly um, um connect to, and, uh, and I think uh, I may have shared with you when I had my talk show on campus titled Exposure, how it was um, set up, and, uh, um, and and when I first heard your show, it was so apparent that to me that you have, you have similar ideas uh, as I did in terms of when I uh, did my show Exposure. And it seems that even with Happy Talk Radio, I still wanted to set a similar pattern to uh, this radio show as I did with uh, Exposure. And 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 uh, believe that you know it it will work. And and uh, I, and I am looking for uh, guests for my show. And I will say this right here, right now, while I'm on the air with you, Ted Nisha, I would love for you to be my first
0: guest. Oh, well thank you. Thank you. Another woman also to me to Her name uh, I did an interview with her. Her name is Bella Dave Powell and she's going to start back doing her own radio show and she wanted me to be a guest. So it's an honor. I sure will. I did not mind at all.
1: And and, and if I may, for, for you know, out there in your audience, you know, if um you know, if anyone uh, wants to um um uh connect with my show just email me at happytalkradio at gmail and also okay. if you want more information about my book, uh, yes. Lola 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 is I am Gloria's Stanley at gmail.com. and my okay. contact number my contact number is seven seven zero three seven six five nine zero five. I wanted to get that out, Tadisha, before. We go off there, not certain how much time we have left, but I wanted to get that out and uh um I am really looking forward in terms of you being a guest on my show and uh and who knows maybe we can do more things uh together to piggyback uh, off each other and I would love for you uh when you have time to come out and um uh, to some of uh, GMIA meetings because I think that uh um, that there's there's more to technicia and uh I think that you like music too and I think that you would be amazed in terms of some of the people that you will be able to connect with even through GMIA. So I would surely like to invite you out to that. Uh as I mentioned I am a singer. Uh, songwriter, I'm promoting my two songs that I've composed. Called uh, one titled "Never Again," and the other one is, uh, oh, whiz, uh, "Listen Up." Uh, one is um uh, is well actually both of them very jazzy and uplifting. And uh, tomorrow I will be I have a, a performance tomorrow at one of GMIA's workshops Uh, if you are available 3 to 6 o'clock in Alpharetta I was asking
0: what time will it be your event tomorrow
1: it's uh, from 3 to 6 o'clock and it's at the Sound Lab Studio in Alpharetta, Georgia so I would like to it's open to the public so uh, that would be an ideal time to come out and see what we do uh, as a songwriters association uh, to listen to, um, um, there will be a guest speaker. And uh, also if uh, any artist, if they have composed any songs, uh, a songwriter, and uh, they will have the opportunity to let other people who are uh, notable within the industry look at their material and if they want to, to perform tomorrow, they can, they have that opportunity to perform. Uh, first-time visitors get in free. So if you come, it's free tomorrow from 3 to 6 o'clock. But uh, I'd like to get that information out, too, and I will be performing tomorrow.
0: Well, thank you, Gloria. Hopefully I can make it tomorrow. Um, I'm definitely off. Hopefully I have a, enough gas to get on out to Alpharetta, but I definitely would love to see that. That's a, an experience, and I hope we can collaborate together where we can speak yes. back out each other for our shows because I want to take my show out to other events when people have them and do my show from there like D103 or any other radio station does. I want to start going live. I haven't been paid yet for my services, but I just love to do it. I, I have had this to be my hundred, one hundred fifty-five episode for doing my show, and I just enjoy. I love talking to people. It, it helps. It's a great network to me. You always stay in contact with them, and it's wonderful because you never know who who might link you on to somebody else. So that's why I always try to make sure I I keep a professional a professional profile for myself. So you never know. So I'm getting, like, not all guests not all guests are really like that. Some of them are not professional. I have had some of them where I had to cut some of them off. Like I was telling John, I had to cut one guy off because he, he really didn't let me get a chance to explain myself. So I said, okay, well, since I can explain myself to you, then you're not coming on the show because I, you're not going to talk to me in any kind of way. Not even through an email, you're not going to talk to me in any kind of way because it was a misunderstanding. But instead of communicating with me or calling my number, because I always give my number in email, he decided to go about it his way, so I decided to go about it my way, and I said, well, you not coming on the show. Well, you know, you you just have to, when you're doing your own radio show, you just have to be mindful. It is a radio show, and you have to take it seriously, because that's, what, that's how I feel. It might, I take myself seriously, too. You do have I'm, to set boundaries. Right.
1: You have to set boundaries. And that's why I would say that I, uh, Happy Talk Radio is a family-friendly show, and uh, John will be John will be my co-host, and uh, we, you know, it, it's like when you have when you have a partner to work with you, then it really alleviates so much work on one person, and like you just said, you, you we can't do it all by ourselves, and it's always ideal to collaborate. But you you need to feel comfortable with those people you are collaborating with in hopes that you all can accomplish things together. And wow. I tell you, I, 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 I have connected. I have worked with John through the years, and, and he has been a wonderful mentor, a wonderful friend, and I'm sure that he has some really wonderful ideas for Happy Talk Radio, too and I'm just incorporating anything and everything that I can get, and I'm very excited about uh, this new venture. But uh, but foremost, uh, I I just want everyone out there who hears me to know that you have been a great inspiration and that you have so much to offer uh, to the mass of people who are listening to you and that – uh, I've seen your work, even your uh, um, through the news panel. That you
0: are dynamic. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you. It's a, that means a lot from a woman who has accomplished so much. I put you at it. I put you on the top scale right there because you are bad woman. You're a bad woman. I caught your video. I said, look at it. She's singing. And that I loved it when I watched it on YouTube because it just took you on back like that was the moment to have a romantic dinner, just relax. That's the type of music I do. I love jazz. I love all genres of music. I don't, I don't disown any type of music. It's just that some is not classy and some are. So I just have to put them in a certain category. But I, I admired every bit of it. I do. And I, I always, I try to follow people like you all the time. That's why I say follow news reports because I want to see what I can do to better myself or do differently, you know. So it's always great to have people such as you to just study and look after. Well, thank you
1: so much, uh I I, I, I I, can't over-express uh, being a guest on your show today.
0: Uh, thank you, and, Thank you. You're so welcome. We will, we will make sure every Toastmasters out there here this is an honor to have one of our own postmasters on the show. And I have had other postmasters that this is a this is a postmaster from the organization that I attend. I haven't been in a while so I know I gotta get back up on it. I do I keep I still read the emails. I gotta get into it. I I know I'm so far behind. Everybody has moved on to the advanced manual. And I'm still in my competitive manual, but I am when I get free time because I don't have a lot of guests this month or the next month I haven't set up. and Everything's good, like it's set uh, bad. But, you know, it might be a reason. Might need a break. Because doing the show every single day, it's tiresome. It really is trying to keep up on every guest. Make sure you have your questions ready. I said maybe this is a reason from God. I don't know. Don't want to put everything off on him, but maybe I just need to rest for a minute, you know, Instead of doing it every day, trying to keep going, so I just well, keep on you know, it, doing.
1: It, it, is, it is so significant to pace yourself. It is so significant to find that time to rest, and it is so well, significant is. to know that we can do all things in Christ who strengthens us. And with that, I want to also emphasize: we mentioned postmasters. We meet every second and fourth Saturday at Cascade United Methodist Church in room two oh three at nine
0: thirty AM until eleven o'clock AM. Right. So everyone who's interested, please show up. It's a great organization. You can get your public speaking skills as well as leadership skills. It teaches you how to be professional in the business and I see a lot of people who need that professionalism in their life. So if you're one of those who are afraid to speak in front of people or you feel that their leadership skills are just not strong enough to orchestrate a team, then Postmaster is the place to go. You don't have to just attend that one. You can look up on the website, Google Toastmasters, and there's plenty of other places you can go to do a Postmaster or you can create your own organization. Just find out how to do that as well. But Gloria, I thank you for coming on to the show. I really do appreciate you.
1: You are so welcome, and I appreciate you, Technisa.
0: Thank you. Thank and you, everyone. You're so welcome, and everyone out there. Before I leave today, um, I just want to pick back off the truth of the day from from Wednesday because I didn't have one for today. From so Mary Ellen, is, is um, allow the conventional wisdom of the ages to see you through your many challenges. We gain a lot from the traditional wisdom that has been passed down from generation to generation. Connecting with an elderly relative or friend can give you an insight you did not see. The problems you may face now do not always correspond with the trials faced by your older relatives, yet the parallels may allow you to see a different perspective. Do not discount the wisdom gained from your guidance. Today, seek out potential sources of wisdom that you might have overlooked. Enjoy the day, everyone. You have a blessed one. And as we always say, I don't say goodbye, but I will see you soon. So enjoy your day. Be prosperous and don't let the devil attack you.
1: Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.